Welcome back. Here's where you left off. Spoilers ahead for Convergence, Book 3, Chapter 16 through 18. Today, we're talking about Convergence, Book 3, Chapter 16 to 18. Leonard, I have just one line to say to sum up these three chapters, and that is, Kaz, stop messing with portals. <laughs> uh, mine's going to be f- furballs. <laughs> Furballs, yeah. That was going to be my highlight of this uh, this, uh, (laughs) this three chapters. (laughs) So, what do you think overall, though? What do you think? Because it was very entertaining. No, I I, I mean, I enjoyed the fact that we had Mike and Isabel again in Chapter 16 and going through those discussions about basically her trusting Kaz and if she has a problem she really needs to take it to him um but the the thing that that I keep on coming back to is there's this portal and he keeps on going back to it time after time after time and I know there's a reason but for God's sake, stop messing with portals because it's not going to help anybody. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though, because uh, it, it that portal is the only portal that they know that's actually, quote-unquote, active, right? If you, they can't go to another portal because they don't know where it is, right? And I have a feeling that this portal is going to be a very, very um, significant Going through this, uh, to the, uh, going through this book itself, because I have this feeling that uh, uh, we are going to jump all the way to the end of uh, chapter eighteen here. But it it it, it was a very pinnacle uh, throughout this book itself. So far, we're only in chapter eighteen theoretically, and um, it was a very, very, very. It gives you a perspective exactly what's going to happen coming up rather than what's going to happen later on. It feels like it's it's a great teaser, right? And and how they and how they're how they're actually working it out is actually very very entertaining. Well, I I do like the fact that we started to get into some some idea building when they did their whiteboarding. Yes. Their whiteboarding about do we is it a wizard? Do you know is the order communicating with the nether and working with Apophis, or is there like they're trying to figure out some angles that are happening here? I did enjoy that. I think that I don't like the idea of the wizard simply because if that was the case of the order, they wouldn't really be hunting Kaz down the way they have been. So, and I think we did discount that in the book, but I do like the idea of the order you know, just fumbling around as Azib said and fumbling around and not knowing what to do uh, about the portal and opening up this chaotic energy and just opening up the door for them. But he keeps on going back and man, just close the darn portal. Well, just- <laughs> here's the thing though, because uh, at the beginning of the book itself, when they're trying to close the portal, they were, they were already second guessing themselves regarding if the portal is closed or not. Right, if they find out the the portal is closed, then they move on. But um, stuff keeps blowing up, so the only conclusion they have is the portal has to be open still, right? And this actually goes into like right now we're doing sixteen to eighteen, right? And the whole thing started literally at the middle of sixteen, right? 
and for them going back to the house to the to the site trying to figure out how to close it and Kaz is finally finally is is controlling his power because as he said several times that that he's using a lot of power like a lot of power when he does things right and he doesn't know he doesn't doesn't have the proper skill set to control that and he, he even said it in several several chapters ago that that Kaz it's pure power, raw power, and raw power that's not corrupted yet by other gods, right? And this tells you that going into back, going back to the portal, and and for him trying to close it, and this is where you start seeing the his uh, his transition to becoming an um, an amateur or literally an amateur wizard, right, and becoming a very good wizard. Right, you you'll see this transition between mediocre to something better, right? I I I would say he's understanding how magic is working better. He's learning through practice. He sees the strands. He's even learning to identify stuff. And in an odd way, Azib is his teacher. He is the most hungry, arrogant little teacher ever but he is teaching him and he I, is, I, I he do is, yeah. I do I do like the character of Zeb but uh but the the original purpose for him to go back there was for them to check on the status of the portal so when i say Kaz, stop messing with portals you were just going there to check it you weren't actually going there to open it and for whatever the reason is it got open yeah, well, it's kind of funny because when when the whole thing opened, uh, when he when they went there, as you said, they were trying to close it, trying to confirm that it is close, right? But remember, they went back to he he saw this uh, this 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 site that actually has swirls of magic going all over the place, right? And this is when he, he this is when he realized that okay, we gotta go back here. This is has to be the source of all the stuff blowing up, all the substations, right? So they had a gut feeling. They went there, they checked it out, and their gut feeling told them the right thing, right? So now, now Kaz is correct. This is the source. This is the issue here. Now we got to close it. But his best buddy showed up at the other side of the portal. Yeah, Apophis. Right? Apophis showed up, and next thing you know, typical Kaz gang party on <laughs> it just becomes a uh, and uh, becomes a freaking fight to the death again but at the same time again like like I said earlier that that Katz is finally harnessing his magic properly he knows what he did wrong at the beginning he knows how to control it and the best way to 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 to, to check this uh to 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 see this is um is when 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 Cass tried to call Azib and when he touched his amulet, right? And uh and Azib came out, I was like, What are you doing? Well, you're you're hurting me. And he realized I'm using the same magic, the same amount of energy to to grab you, to wake you up, or to poke you, right? But he didn't realize that the swirl of of tentacles or whatever floating all over the place, that's when he realized that the more magic around me. I have to to control it even more. Like you made a great um, analogy here, right? Like when he was co- cooking, um, baking with his mom, sugar. Su- uh, when he puts the same sh- amount of sugar in his baking on her baking, 
It does not mean it's going to give you the right result because some places the sugars are different, a little stronger, a little less stronger. So you have to adjust. So this is when this is when he started realizing I have to 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 adjust the amount of power I'm using based on what I'm seeing or feeling in that site or that moment, right? I agree. I enjoyed the fact that we kept on getting more information from Kaz about that. But one of the interesting questions that came up for me was, what does everybody else see while he's performing magic? Because like he kind of asked them, do you see the portal? And they don't really see the portal. So for them, if you think about it from, from the perspective of Mike, Kaz is just stand there waving his hands around and like, you know, he's standing there ready to fight or, or Isabel's ready to shoot him with a tranquilizer dart because that was their plan in case he got away from them. And you're wondering, how ridiculous does he look? That was sort of what I was thinking while we were, a little, while we were reading it. Yeah, it, it's, um, you made a good point though. You really made a great point here. Um, Kaz is seeing things that no one else can see, right? And and same thing for Aziz. Aziz sees, sees the same thing or feel the same thing what Kaz is doing, Right, but Azib know that whatever he's feeling, he cannot he 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 can't translate it to the rest of the Muggles. Right. Actually, Azib does pretty good with that in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, Mike Mike goes to Azib now mm-hmm. and says, "I'm not the expert here. I'm just here to keep you alive." He's your teacher, and he really does approach it that way. And when he opens. Well, when Apophis, will be clear, opens the portal more, once Kaz is messing with it and he opens it up, we get the Warcroc, which I thought was pretty interesting, uh, that was apparently controlled by Apophis come through. And everybody startled, you know, Duke runs up, gets his butt whacked aside. (laughs) Everybody else gets just blown away, and Kaz is underneath the foot of it. And I'm thinking... This should be interesting. And interestingly enough, I actually thought it was going to be an Azib moment. Mm-hmm. He's a coward, though, and I don't think we're ever going to get that. But I was hopeful. But we got something much better, which I know that you liked, right? Yeah. So before we go there, I do want to uh, to, to emphasize a couple of things here. Well, one thing. Um, you are actually nailing all the stuff I'm actually thinking of, by the way. Uh, one of the things that uh, Azid is is doing is what I've noticed in this, actually, the uh, last three chapters we're reading here, is it's um, just that he becomes a little bit more teacher-like. He has more patient. Because, again, he mentioned several times that, that he is raw energy, raw power, raw magic. And he's noticing that he's actually asking the right questions that Aziz is actually answering properly without him being snarky, right? And that was a very great turnaround on their relationship itself. Even even as you said, Mike and Aziz, Aziz is becoming Mike is more more tolerant in the in the in their relationship, his relationship with Aziz. Right, he's more tolerant with his relationship with Boots, with Duke, right? And because compared to I, I, I think, the other three, I think he recognizes he recognizes the value mm-hmm. that Azib is bringing to the table, along with the other other people there, and even you know the demon vacuum has brought value to the team and literally saved their butts. And 
we get the exact same thing in this situation with the Warcrock uh, that that the 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 va- Mister Clean did for them as well, and that is again save their butt, right? Yeah. So here's my favorite part. As you said, this is my favorite part when um, Kaz was fighting the Warcroc, Literally, a crocodile with like like m- m- armor. Literally armor, scaled armor all over this guy, out of this uh, crocodile, and uh, and the crocodile decided to to come out of the portal because he opened the portal, as you said, stop opening the portal, and <laughs> and the crocodile came out and everyone freaked out. Duke got hit, Isabel and uh, everyone got hit. Mike got hit, and the croc is actually stomping on top of 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 Cass. Right, and next thing you know, Mister Boot came up, scratched the uh, his, uh, the the War Croc's nose. He freaked out, and he did the most bravest thing I ever seen in a cat does in the fiction world, non-fiction world. He jumped into his mouth, right, went to his mouth, and it's like a catching a hairball. He started he started coughing. He started to get it out. He started to vomit it out, and he's ending up doing what uh, what what a cat's supposed to be doing. Start scratching the inside, right, killing it, and he's got spit out. He dropped in the ground, and and the crocodile start dying. He it literally just start dying itself, right, and um, and the whole the whole thing went down. The crocodile's dying. It's dead, and uh, boot. The uh, cats ran to the uh, ran to boots and asked him, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this? You wake up! You're alive! You're alive! Don't leave! Don't leave! Don't leave!" And he finally woke up. And the first thing he says, like, breathe. I need you to breathe. It's kind of hard to breathe when you're trying to hug me. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. So anyway, <laughs> so Booth, uh, Booth actually <laughs> said the right thing on this, though. Eh? He said yeah. that uh, he's on the outside, he's full armor, but not the inside. What he right. said what he said technically was, they're not so tough on the inside. <laughs> yes, yes. With that little tiny, tiny sentence, that little tiny uh, that tiny sentence tells me that Boot is an elder. Uh, is, he's an elder. He's literally an elder. And Azid knows that. Everyone knows that he's an elder, so he acts this way because he's seen a lot of things in his lifetime. For him to, to step up and kill this thing from the inside, right? That tells me that he's going to be a very pinnacle going forward because he finally showed uh, everyone that he has a purpose. He's not just there to eat and sleep and cuddle with Giselle. I've always had this theory that what his people are, maybe he's a leader because he's so old. Maybe there's other cats there and he's leading them and he scouted something else and got trapped here. But you're right. It shows, you know, he keeps on telling them, you know, I'm a survivor. I'm a badass. And he, in doing this, he kept his word to Kaz. I I love that about him. I also love the fact that in these chapters, we had some call outs to another Craig Allenson uh, book series, which is Expeditionary Force, which, which I personally love. So anyone who's familiar with their 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 his writings will, will remember the lines. Uh, Explain it to you, Barney, Barney style. style. Yes, 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 yes. And that's a very popular line from uh, from Expeditionary Force. But also, he threw a second one in there where 
would you like me to explain it to you in the form of an epic poem? Yes. And, it, it, you know, <laughs> yes. so th- these are both sh- shout outs to those series. And I was I was really happy to have them in here uh, because they made me smile a lot because they're used a great deal in that book series. And I hope that he keeps on bringing them forward. Although I have to ask, why is Craig Allenson so in touch with these specific phrases? Does he have something against Barney specifically or epic operas or poems? I'm not, I'm not sure. It's, it's a question I would love to ask him one day. I got this feeling. It's just his thing saying, yeah, you know what? I got, uh, he knows his fan base. He knows he, uh, whoever's this, reading this book, read those books. So he's playing an homage to his old book series. And to be honest with you, I am not mad at that at all. I am glad that he did it. I'm glad that he wrote it down there because, to be honest with you, I do miss that those book series. So I'm kind of like, I don't mind. I don't mind at all. But, but let's talk about uh, let's talk about the last uh, the last part of chapter eighteen. Well, right. Yeah, I think, and this goes back to your point about Kaz growing. Mm-hmm. So he uses the chaotic energy of the now dead Warcroc to close the portal, attack Pophis, and sort of throw him off of his A game. And in doing so, he actually shows his control of power a lot more, even though it was a little chaotic. It did show his growth that you were mentioning earlier. And I like the fact that when they were talking about his growth, it still wasn't him being super specific and super able to control the magic. He just did what he needed to do with the magic. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he also, uh, I think recognizing in chat in the end of chapter 18, he's talking about seeing the magic, which is very important. So he sees that this, these magical strings go into the earth. And although we don't, it's sort of just teased. We don't know why that is. He, he, he notices it. And so he's noticing things that he hasn't noticed before and understanding magic more. And my excitement is kind of growing to have him learn more and maybe to have Azib teach him a little bit more of specific magic because you and I both know that Craig Allenson will increase this knowledge and increase his ability as the book goes on because that's what he likes to do my only other sad point about this and again I I come back to wondering what his choice was and if he's going to come back again is Mr. Clean is now gone yes the reason why he's dead or gone because one he's a demon and uh, second is he's from the nether, or actually third thing. Third thing is uh, when Kaz shut down the portal or closed that portal, the connection for Mr. Clean, the demon, has been severed, right? Because the, de- the demon wasn't, he was in the real world, but half of him is still in the nether. So for him to stay, the portal has to open. Like, um, it's kind of funny though, he did go back to the previous chapter, uh, uh, previous chapter uh that uh, that azid actually been asked by kaz like, why why did you get the uh, the demon i thought you can't do magic in in our world in the real world or his world and I said no yeah you're right but it was so easy couldn't figure it out so i did it anyway right so for them to go back to the portal and closing it and when mr clean vanished it actually makes a lot of sense because it did tie back into the previous chapters at the beginning of the book, 
saying that, uh, yeah, Mr. Clean is here. He's a demon, but he's gone now because the portal's gone, right? And that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And and for him, for them to explain that, two thumbs up on my end. But one thing that um, that I was very, very happy that it was explained because the ch- uh, chapter 17, during the fight with with the, 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 uh, the war croc, um, the, 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 the crocodile, um, has Mr. Boots and, and Apophis, it was, it was, he, it was compressed. It was compressed to fit in chapter 16, sorry, 17. But at the begin uh, but in chapter 18, they explained exactly how the fight actually went and how Kaz actually felt. Right. And it was a great it's a great, uh, great, uh, great way, in my opinion, like how how it was, it was, it was, it was told. I have no, I have zero issues with it because it makes sense, right? Like regarding the um, regarding the swirls, regarding the tentacles, the magical tentacles, anchoring themselves in the uh, in in the real in our world, trying to connect to the Nether. In the same time, Apophis was there. And uh, one, and a couple of things that I was very, very happy to explain why Apophis was was using a uh, a, a war croc, right? Is because they literally said it. Apophis was scared of Kaz because he does not know where Kaz is getting all these powers from. He he doesn't. He, well, to be clear, he they only he cannot open the portal from our side. So either. The order chaotically created the portal originally, and now Kaz is manipulating the portal and fighting Apophis. Remember, this is her second rodeo, and Kaz has come out on top a second time. Yes. So he he's very wary about him, and he doesn't actually know the extent of Kaz's powers, and that's where I think uh, this is my prediction that Apophis will send an agent through or work with the order in the upcoming chapters because we're we're halfway through this book now a, a little a little over halfway so i'm wondering if i i want to hear more about the order because i was enjoying that plot line to get a little bit of information i have nothing against the nether in fact i agree completely with you that mr boots hopefully will be a critical character moving forward i'm thinking actually probably in the next book just because of the pattern, the way that Craig writes, I'm thinking so. I'm also objecting a little bit now to the fact that, uh, again, I brought this up before, that Macarius and Giselle are, are sort of just side characters here that are given one-liners now. And I really, really wish that we would do something different, either that we would get some more backstory of them, like a flashback, a chapter just for flashback for them, for their origin stories, or maybe even some time traveling stuff or something with Kaz because I can kind of see Craig going there eventually maybe not this book of course because he's very slow in his storylines but I could definitely see something like that occurring uh over say a two book the next two books what do you think you think um if you want to know more about Giselle and Macarius I have this feeling he's going to do a side story it like a, a short spin off, like a couple of books away from, uh, like 
Okay, if you guys ever read Expedition Force. Oh, Expedition so, so Force, no, yeah. a couple, you're saying a couple novellas then. Yeah, no, a couple of novellas, couple but novellas. not yeah. like a big series, like like a full book thing. No, no it's gonna be mostly but, it's gonna be it's gonna be mostly like a an offset, like a chapter, like book three point five, for example. Right? It's like a um not really part of the no- novel, but it's sort of like a side story, right? Like a short story. Yeah, I agree. Right, I agree. I, I, I want, but I, I really want to see this. I really yeah. do because want to see this. because their story, like as you said, they did. He, the, both of the characters in these three chapters that were, were that were reviewing. You said you you said it correctly. They're a side story, one liner. They're like a filler, right? I, I hate using the word filler, on on books, especially with all this, uh, all these multiple characters, right? And um. So far, he's giving a lot of screen time to to Mike and and Isabel, but I'm hoping that uh, we keep reading going. Hopefully, by the end of this book, there's going to be more pronounced it because because their storyline is very cool. I like their storyline, and 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 I'm hoping that this uh, is right. Not this book, but the following book or the following book after that, that he he'll provide some some storytelling for them because he. Just Giselle alone. Sorry, both of them. Giselle and Macarius. The, the, when they when they got introduced at the beginning of this uh, the series, they were very strong, very great background. And I want to know as well too. They're having doubts about about uh, about Kaz and his ability, right? And I'm hoping that uh, for them seeing what he can do now, will help them change that mindset. If he doesn't, I want to know who's gonna be. Who's gonna betray him first? There's yeah. just so much depth there that have of the two of them. You know, Giselle talked about getting away from her father. Macarius talked about his family. I mean, both of these two sacrificed so much to go to help Kaz, and there he already set up the depth that he could put into these characters, and the fact for the last two books they've basically been side characters has really sort of confused me because he did put that effort in book one to give them these little bit of depth. I really want to get them back. Not that I'm not interested in Mike and Isabel's backstories, but they're getting so much screen uh, screen time, so much uh, reading time, simply because they're part of moving the plot forward rather than us really getting some in-depth knowledge about them. I would even make the argument that uh, uh, Macarius and Giselle have better backstories built up right now than Mike and Isabel simply because of the time he spent in book one on them. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I have this feeling that uh, this is going to be a, a massive twist, not in this book, but the following books regarding those two characters. I have a feeling that... Uh, that uh, that there's gonna be massive doubts. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of WTF in the next few books regarding those two, because the, he 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 did hint several times already that that uh, that Giselle is like like having like I said before doubts, but she's ha- but she has anger issues. Even Isabella already said to to Kaz that she has anger anger issues, right? And I would hate if she. I would hate if she betrayed them. Oh, I know. I, I would just. I, know. I would just be gut punched. But but, I would, <laughs> but think about this. How about Macarius? Macarius is a very loyal, very devout person, right? And he already said several times, "And why are you associated 
associating yourself with the non-believers, with the demon, right? So I think one more thing that goes wrong or one more thing that's like question his uh, his loyalty to Cass, I think that's going to be a turning point for him to say, I'm out of here. Right. And, and I, I don't want to believe it, but I certainly think it's a possibility. And it might be part of the reason why Craig hasn't given them more time and more attention. And I don't want to believe that he's just going to use them as a twist character in it. I mean, at the moment, he could write their own books, as you said, their own novellas. And when he sort of goes through and, and go, I, I think Giselle's storyline would be more complicated than Macarius's, but hey, he hasn't written it yet, so what do we know, right? Yeah, the, I think, if, again, I'm, uh, I'll am i be mad if that happens, but at the same time, I understand. I understand completely if they if they ending up betraying Kaz. Thank you for opening the book with us today. Subscribe so you won't miss our next episode. Join the conversation and let our team know what you think about today's episode. Email us at yourbookmarksinfo at gmail.com. Join us again right here where you left off.